Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for June 6th, 2022. I'm teaching a series entitled God's Grace and Our Faith. This is part 29. God's grace and our faith, where God does everything he does for us by grace. Grace is unearned, unmerited, undeserved. It is the free favor of God. In response to God's grace, we then live by faith. And so by faith, we tap into what God has already provided. For God has already done, and for us, it's only a matter of time. We've been looking at the old covenant versus the new covenant and this covenant of grace that Jesus ushered us into. And I've also made the point that grace is not a license to sin, right? Grace doesn't mean that, you. first of all, you were sinning without a license, but grace doesn't mean that we're free to sin. It means that we're free from sin. So today we're going to talk about the grace of God, the favor of God that's on our lives. And the title of today's message is Winning the War Going On on the Inside of You. Once you're born again, there's a war going on on the inside of you, and we're going to win that war. Get ready to receive. All right, so let's get into the word. But before we do, I just want to give a quick shout out. I saw something here. So my friend Manny here, he's Dominican, right? And so uh, I appreciate my brother Manny. And then I saw that Diane, uh, and this is just another shout out real quick. Uh, Diane Brundage is actually watching from the Dominican Republic. So Diane, we love you. Isabella and I love you and Greg. God bless you. I hope you enjoy the Dominican Republic. All right, let me get into the word now. All right, I got that out the way. So we've been talking about winning the war with him. We've been looking at John 1 and 14, John 1 and 17, and then we've been looking at Galatians. And in Galatians on Friday, we looked at Galatians 5 and 16, where if you're led by the Spirit of God, you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh, right? And so today we want to look at Galatians 5 and 17, and we looked at 5 and 16 on Friday. But on 5 and 17, we're going to look at it from four, four translations. You ready? And then we'll get into it. John 1 and 14, the Bible says the word became flesh. The word is Jesus, of course, and he dwelt among us and we were able to behold his glory. It is the glory of the only begotten of the father who came from the father, full of grace and truth. John 1 and 17 says the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came through the Lord Jesus Christ. And we've been juxtaposing those, comparing and contrasting the law and grace. Galatians 5 and 17, we're going to look at this from four translations because it's really important. Uh, the Bible says, yourself, this is the Passion Translation, for your self-life craves the things that offend the Holy Spirit and hinder him, the Holy Spirit, from living free inside of you. And the Holy Spirit's intense cravings hinder your old self from dominating you. So then the two incompatible and conflicting forces are within you. There are two forces on the inside of you. They're both incompatible and they're conflicted. It's your self-life of the flesh and the new recreated life of the Holy Spirit, and they're warring one with the other. The easy to read version says, the sinful self wants what is against the spirit, and the spirit wants what is against the sinful self. So they're always fighting each other 
so that you don't even know what you really want to do. Oh my God. Like if you don't win this war, you won't even know what you really want to do. The J.B. Phillips new translation, a uh, new translation of the New Testament, J.B. Phillips says, for the whole energy of the lower nature, talks about the flesh as a lower nature, is against the spirit, while the power of the spirit is contrary to the lower nature. So here is the conflict. And that is why you're not free to do what you want to do. You want to go forward, but you're conflicted. <laughs> and so you're getting these old desires and God is giving you new desires. And unless you learn and build a discipline to be led by the spirit, you're going to be conflicted and you won't be able to move forward. You will be warring between two opinions. The New Living Translation says the sinful nature wants to do evil. Let's be clear about that, which is just the opposite of what the Holy Spirit wants. And the Holy Spirit gives us desires that are opposite of what the sinful nature wants. So these two forces are constantly fighting each other and you're not free to carry out good intentions. If you don't, if you don't win this battle, you're not free. You're not free to go be the, the man or the woman that God has called you to be. Why? Because you're always having a war on the inside of you. You are by yourself and you're still fighting with yourself. So you have to die to self and develop the discipline required to be the man or woman that God has called you to be. Let's talk about it. What does this mean for you today? I have four things to share with you on this morning and let's get into it. Uh, here we go. All right, so number one, I've taught you this before, but it's worth repeating. Number one, your soul is not saved. Look at me. Your soul is not saved. Your soul is being saved. It's being changed. What do you mean, Rick, my soul is not saved? Okay, I've taught you this before. When you were born again, you know, you are a spirit, um, and your spirit possesses a soul, and your spirit and your soul live in a body. And you are the real you as a spirit, and the real you as a spirit is going to live in one or two places forever. And so when you were born again, your spirit was recreated, but your, your soul was not, right? So when you were born again, um, you came to God a certain way. You were raised however you were raised. You were born wherever you were born, like, like Manny that's on here. I grew up on, uh, on New Jersey and Sutter. He just grew up a few blocks away from me. And so if you were born and raised where we were born and raised, you probably didn't get a lot of good input, right? And so, so, so we were, you were born wherever you were born. You were raised wherever you were raised. And so you became whoever you became. And you did all of that without Jesus, right? You, you did all of that without Christ. And then you heard about Jesus. You heard the gospel. And then you accepted the gospel. And, and at some point, you were born again. And once you're born again, you are a new man. Your spirit is new. You're a new man living in an old body and you need a new mind. And so now that you're born again, your spirit is recreated, but your soul was not saved. So your spirit was saved instantly. Your soul is being saved progressively and your body will be saved or changed eventually. So your soul contains your mind, your emotions, your will, your thinker, your feeler, your chooser, the way you think, the way you feel, the way you make decisions. So after you're born again, you have to study the word of God. You got to get the word of God down in your heart. How do you do that? It goes through your eye gates, your eyes and ears are gates. So the word goes through your eye gates, it gets down in your heart. The word goes through your ear gates, it gets down in your heart. So you have to you have to get the word. So you have to read it or listen to it or watch it or whatever, but you have to get the word down in your heart through your eye gates and through your ear gates, gets down in your heart. So you have to get the word, that's one part. Then you got to learn how to discern the voice of the Holy Spirit. So you have to spend time with the Holy Spirit so you can learn to discern his voice. So you got to get his word down in your heart. You got to learn how to listen to his spirit. And that's the only way you're going to change your soul, the way you think 
and feel and make decisions to line up with God. So what you want to do is learn how to think and feel and make decisions that align with God's word, his will, and his ways. But that's not going to happen if you don't get the word and listen to the Holy Spirit. So in one sense, you were changed. And in another sense, you're being changed constantly, right? As you're getting the word down in your heart and you're listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit, you're being changed. So to become the man or woman that God has called you to be, I told you on Friday, you must be deprogrammed from the world and reprogrammed to think and act like God. And the goal is to think and act like God every second of every day, which is why I think one of the reasons why God told me to give people his word five days a week. And one of, the, one of the reasons why I thank God for you watching this is because you are committed to your own development. By watching today's word, and it blesses me too, we are getting into the word of God on a daily basis. We're meditating on the word of God all the time. And because we're getting God's word down in our heart on a week, a daily basis, you can't just go to church on Sunday, get a little bit of word, and then think that you're going to watch all this other input all week long and you're going to grow as a disciple. It doesn't work like that. You have to get the word of God down in your heart. You got to meditate on God's word day and night, and you must learn to discern the voice of the Holy Spirit. Say amen to that. All right, that's number one. I have four things. Number two, it takes discipline to mature as a disciple of Christ. You know what a lot of people don't talk about today? discipleship. Put that in the chat. Say, I'm a disciple. You you say, put in the chat, I am a disciple of Jesus, right? A lot of people today don't talk about discipleship. What they talk about is getting saved. And yeah, yeah. Oh, well, if you just get saved, what do you mean, Brother Pena, just get saved? Okay. If you gave your life to Jesus, you're born again, right? But that doesn't mean you know how to live. You are a new creation in Christ Jesus, but that doesn't mean you know how to live like the creation that you are. And so it takes discipleship. Jesus spent three and a half years with these men. He was teaching them. It take, you need somebody to train you. You need somebody to teach you. It doesn't happen overnight. You get saved, but that doesn't mean you know how to live. You got to be connected to a community of believers. You got to surround yourself with people of like precious faith. I told you on Friday, don't tell me you move and I keep finding you at your old address. No, 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 no. If you're a disciple of Jesus, a disciple is a follower. You are a God follower. You are a, you are a follower of Jesus. That means that you follow Jesus on a daily basis. See, many people blame Satan for their missteps. And, 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 and sometimes Satan is not the issue. The issue is you just have bad habits. There's an old joke that says Jesus walked up to this church and Satan was on the, the, the steps of the church outside the church crying. And Satan says, what happened? He said, your people in there lying on me. <laughs> you know, people blame Satan for everything. And some of it is not Satan is you got bad habits. Some of it is not Satan is that you're just conditioned to sin. You're conditioned to doing a certain thing a certain way. You were conditioned that way before you got born again. And now that you're born again, you haven't changed. And so you got to put in the word, put this in the chat. I will put in the word required to change. Put that. I will put in the word required to change. When I tell you to put something in the chat, it's not for me, it's for you. You say, I will put in the word required to change. You got to put in the work. There are people that just haven't put in the work that's required to change. You must work on becoming the man or woman that God has called you to be. You must work on literally brainwashing yourself. So washing your mind of all the destructive practices that you develop before coming to God. This only happens through the word of God, through the spirit of God. And watch this, newsflash, it takes time. 
It takes time. I know that, that that's something that people don't like to talk about today. In today's microwave society, people get born again today, they want to preach tomorrow. <laughs> people get born again today, they say, I'm called the pastor, they want to pastor tomorrow. Or people get, you know, whatever, they, they, they want everything they wanted now. It just doesn't work like that. It takes time. You got to get God's word down in your heart. You got to learn how to deprogram yourself from your destructive ways. There's some habits that you came to God with that you just have to stop. And it's not going to happen overnight. It took you a long time become, to become that person. So it's going to take you some time to become the new person. Now, in the spirit, it happened instantly. But in practice, it's going to happen progressively. And if you're not willing to put in the work or the time or the energy or the effort to get the word down in your heart or to listen, to learn to discern the divine impulses of the Holy Spirit, then you're never going to get there. See, the Holy Spirit is always speaking, but you still have old tendencies and sinful urges. And then unless your mind is renewed, watch this, your old tendencies and sinful urges will override the Holy Spirit. Yeah, that's what I said. Uh, so it takes discipleship to die to self daily, to get the word of God down on your... Now, Brother Pino, stop for a minute. I thought, I thought... When you, when you told us New Testament, well, I thought when you told us New Covenant, I thought when you told us grace, we were not going to talk about sin because we're no longer under the law. No, no. Yeah, we're no longer under the law, but that doesn't mean you can live like the heathen. I mean, like, no, we're no longer under the law, but now you have the grace of God to be holy. You have the grace of God to live different from the world. People need to see something in you that they don't have. People, but if you look just like the world, if you if you look just like you looked before you got born again, then how can you be light and salt? You're no different from the world. Look, you're looking, you're, you, you look the same. No, you. there needs to be some type of difference. There should be a distinct difference between your BC days and your post-Christ days, right? And so, so don't make the mistake. If you want to make progress, if you want to be a disciple of Jesus, you must learn to override the, your those sinful urges and, and override those old tendencies. And it's only going to happen when you build new habits. And these are new habits that develop as you walk with God, get his word down in your heart and listen to discern the voice of the Holy Spirit. So you have God's word, you're filled with God's spirit. Now you're called to live according to God's purpose. You are called to walk in your divine assignment. So now my question is, what are you going to do about it? If you are born again and you're watching, chances are high you're born again. If you're watching this, you're born again, you have God's word, you have God's spirit. Now, what are you going to do about it? it if you allow yourself to keep living the way that you were living before you got born again, you can be born again and, and live defeated. Like I told you before, once you're born again, God has translated you out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of God's dear son, right? Once you're born again, you're seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. Once you're born again, you're new. So you are righteous because of what Jesus did. Sin cannot unravel your righteousness once you're born again. But let's be clear. Sin may not unravel your righteousness, but sin will unravel your life. There are people out here that are born again, that love God, and they're, they're sleeping with people that are not their spouse. There are people, people out here that are born again, they love God, but they ain't paying their taxes. Some jokers going to jail, you know? I mean, like, you know, people, you, it will ruin your marriage. It will ruin your life. You can't, listen, just because you're born again doesn't mean that you could do whatever you want. No, 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 no. You're still going to have to deal with the repercussions of your decisions. So sin can unravel your life. That's why when you live in accordance 
with the ways of God, when you live in accordance with the word of God, then man, you're going to have peace in your heart. You have a great uh, marriage. You, you, you have love in your heart. You have a great relationship. Your children, you will teach your children. You train them. They'll see an example of righteousness in you. People will see something in you that they don't have. Why? Because not only are you born again, but you're living what you're, you're reading. Like you're, you're getting the word of God down in your heart. You're, you're, you're learning to discern the voice of the Holy Spirit. You are denying self daily. You're training yourself to be a, a man of God, a you are living in accordance with the Holy Spirit. See, let me read Galatians 5 and 17 for you again. The sinful nature wants to do evil, which is just the opposite of what the Holy Spirit wants. And the Holy Spirit gives us desires that are just the opposite of what the sinful nature desires. So these two forces are constantly fighting each other. And if you don't win the battle, you're never going to be free to go do your good intentions. If you don't win the battle, you're never going to be free to go be the man or woman that God has called you to be. Number three, when you're born again, there's a war going inside of you, going on, and this is a war between new versus old, new versus old. So at the end of the day, what you want to do is you want to win that war, right? So that you can win the battle, you can win the war by the grace of God. Galatians 5 and 17, which is what we're talking about today, the Apostle Paul makes it clear that once you're born again, the Holy Spirit will lead you to do things that are pleasing in God's sight. However, at the same time, your old thinking will war against the Holy Spirit and attempt you to comply with your old nature, with your old habits and your old ways. So if you don't train yourself to listen to the Holy Spirit and to overcome, I mean like to actually be obedient, not just hear what the Holy Spirit is saying, but then do what the Holy Spirit is saying. If you don't actually obey what the Holy Spirit is saying, you can be born again and you, you'll, you won't live like who you are. This is why people say, oh, Christians are hypocrites. No, it's not that they're hypocrites. It's just that they're baby Christians. It's not that they're hypocrites. It's just that they're struggling on, on living in the reality of who it is that, that God has called them to be. And, and, and we, we all, especially initially, uh, deal with that. So it's not that people are, are willfully being hypocritical. It's just that their heart wants to do right but they're being pulled. There's this war in, in, in Romans 7, read verses 14 through 25. The apostle Paul talks about that. When I want to do right, evil is present with me. It's like, man, this thing is pulling me back. And so it takes time to win the war within. You have to develop habits that are godly. You have to develop. That's why you should go to church. That's why you should surround yourself with people of like precious faith. That's why you should watch today's word and get the word down in your heart on a daily basis. That's why you should listen to things that build you up and don't tear you down. Because once you do, then the, the impulses to do wrong will be muted, right? Because the more, the more you amplify the impulses to do right, the more the volume on the impulses to do wrong are going to go down and you will get to the point where now it's easier to live a life that is pleasing in God's sight. I'm talking about discipleship today. This is something people don't talk about much today. But listen, we're supposed to be holy because God is holy. And we do this by the Holy Spirit through the word of God, by dying to self daily. Say amen to that. All right, number four and finally, uh, uh, just, just put that, put this in the chat. Say, I am holy because God is holy. Since God is holy, I'm holy. All right, number four, last thing for, for today. You have the grace for it. Uh, uh, I put this in the chat too. I have the grace for it. You have the grace. You're not trying to do this with human effort, human power, human ability, human strength. No, 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 no. You have the grace for it. Number four, you have the grace to be led by God's spirit and to overrule the desires of the flesh. In this series, I keep comparing and contrasting Old Testament, New Testament, right? 
Old Testament, the law. New Testament, grace. And one of the differences, the, one of the major differences, is that under the, the new covenant, God puts his spirit down inside of us. Under the old covenant, they tried to comply with things with human effort. But under the new covenant, I don't have to do it with human effort. So under the old covenant, <clears throat> people try to comply with the rules, but they and, and it was they could never do it. And so they had to kill animals, and the, the, the blood of animals had to be shed because they could never comply, because they were doing it out of human ability, human power, human strength. But under the new covenant, once we're born again, we're free from the power of sin, but we got to train ourselves to live free from sin, and we can do it by the Holy Spirit. Now, if we don't, just to be clear, I'm going to foot stomp this. You can be born again and allow sin to ruin your life. You can be born again and allow sin to destroy you. So you don't want to do that. Uh, uh, so you want to live free from sin. God has given you his word. God has given you his spirit. God has given you his grace. And so in his word, God teaches you the character, the attributes, the nature of God, right? Through the Holy Spirit, the Lord is leading you through divine impulses to be the man or woman God has called you to be. And through the grace of God, God has empowered you. So you have his word, you have his spirit, you have his power. So you have this empowering presence, which is the grace of God. So without, let me say it this way as I close, without forgiving grace, there's two aspects of grace. You're saved by grace. So without forgiving grace, you would still be living in sin. So once you're, you're forgiven by the grace of God, then sin is no longer your issue. So that's forgiving grace. Say forgiving grace. But now, after you have forgiving grace, now you have empowering grace. So there's another aspect of God's grace, which is God's super on your natural, God empowering you to do what you could never do without him. So without forgiving grace, you could not be saved. But without empowering grace, you could not live free from sin. But now with the empowering grace, you can overrule the impulses to do wrong. And you can choose the impulses to do right on a daily basis. You can do this by the grace of God. So the grace life doesn't mean that you're free to sin. No, the grace life means that I actually have the power to overcome the temptations that would ruin my life. So I'm not going to submit to those temptations. I overrule those temptations by the grace of God. Say amen to that. Man, I'm telling you, this is discipleship is something people don't talk about much today. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to close this out. I want you to speak this over your life. Say, Father, Jesus died for my sin and the sin of the world 2,000 years ago. Salvation has been provided for all men. We must now receive what you have already provided. I already did that. Jesus is my Lord. I was born again. Now your spirit lives in me. I declare that I learned to discern his voice, which is your voice. And I obey what he says, which are your commands. So I put in the work required to renew my mind. I meditate and I medicate on your word day and night. I hear your voice. I have the discipline required to say whatever you tell me to say, to go wherever you lead me to go, and to do whatever you want me to do <laughs> when I get there. Even when you're leading, 
goes against my old habits, tendencies, and ways. I die to self daily. I allow your word and your spirit to guide me. I am continually becoming the man or woman I was born to be. I win the war within. Therefore, greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. This is today's word, so please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages uh, and you want my notes, go to todaysword.org, click on the big red subscribe button. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Listen, I love you. God loves you more. Do me a favor. Two things. Leave me some comments in the chat. I like to go read those comments. If this message was a blessing to you, and then share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. I'll see you tomorrow. If this message was a blessing to you and you would like to partner with our ministry, please visit ripministries.org. You can click on the donate page and make a donation online. All the donations are tax deductible in the United States. If you haven't read Level Up Your Life yet, go to rickpina.co. You'll gain access to this book. It's available on Amazon and all the other products that we have uh, by way of Grace Life products that are journals and books and apparel and that type of thing. And then lastly, if you would like to gain access to Isabella and I in a more direct way, go to patreon.com forward slash Rick Pina. We have a lot of content there. We're answering questions for people directly. We're putting out content that's private content just for them. Have an amazing day. Walk in the blessing.